Hey guys, thanks for joining me today on the Dadco Podcast, Real Dads, Real Talk, No BS. Uh, we're going to get caught up on some Coach Dad stuff today, talk about how kind of how my boys are doing out on the field, Braves ate you, can't stop the chop, that kind of stuff. We're also going to try some, some new stuff today, uh, kind of see, we're going to explore some of the things that are actually happening in the world uh, and kind of maybe how they relate to us as dads. Uh, but we'll uh, we'll get started here in just a second. But before we do, I really appreciate it. if you go ahead and hit the like and subscribe button there on YouTube. Uh, go ahead and give us a rumble on Rumble. Uh, follow us on TikTok, and you can find our audio version of all these podcasts wherever you get your podcasts: Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, all these places. You can find us but it's free. Go ahead and hit, hit like and subscribe down there on YouTube. We really appreciate it. It really helps us out. All right, jumping right into Coach Dad here. Um, it's been a minute since we've updated you on this, but uh, I'm happy to report our, our boys are doing really, really, really well. Uh, I think we've had like three or four wins since the last time that uh, we did an update, but um uh, they're playing really well. Uh, the 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 plan that that I had for trying to uh, peak at the right time uh, it looks like uh, it's working out so far. Um, everyone is improving. They have improved tremendously, actually. Even the really good players have gotten even better. The players that needed some work uh, have all got better. Um, we. There's just not one player on the team that I am disappointed with right now. Um, They're exactly where I thought they would be, and and many of them are actually farther along than I thought they would be, which is very refreshing. Um, It's kind of funny because I kind of feel – it's actually not funny. It's pretty sad and upsetting, quite frankly, because I've kind of gone uh, full bore on this coaching thing and – I've become addict, addicted to it and, and, and I've become um, uh, it's become a personal thing for me because I just, I, I love doing it so much. Never thought I would, never thought I would, but I really, 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 really love doing it. But anyways, the, the other teams just seem to be getting worse in my opinion. Now, maybe there's one or two that we haven't played in a while that have got better. And I think we're going to find that out here pretty soon because I mean, right now we're ranked second in the league. Um, kind of our stats that in my opinion show how well they're coached and, and how much they've improved, you know, mainly the runs allowed, you know, really well coached, really uh, uh, teams that have really improved don't allow a lot of runs uh, because they got better. And um a lot of these teams are just uh, – I mean, I know we're getting better at the same time, but I just see them making mistakes that it's just like, man, you guys – you all been doing anything? I mean, do you all just go out in the middle of a field and hit? Which I think that's honestly what they do. I think they only just go out there in the middle of a open field and they just throw them balls for an hour and then they all go home. You know, they're not tailoring the the uh, – uh, the practice plan to their players. They're not trying to, you know, individualize the training to where each player can get a little better uh, every day. 
but uh, you know, I guess maybe that's just me. Maybe maybe I hold myself and my boys to a higher standard that I shouldn't. Uh, I don't think so. I mean, what are we teaching them that that it's you know, you just go work at the, on this one thing and and you know maybe everything will work out. I mean, that's not how you go about life. But as a, re- a result of all this, I mean, I tend to think a lot of the other coaches are, are kind of being shown in a bad light when they play us in particular, because I, uh, I am convinced that most of the opposing coaches hate us right now. They absolutely hate playing us. I mean, cause we really don't try to run up the score. We really don't. Once we get up to, to a mathematical advantage, uh, I tend to try to go ahead and sub a lot of people in, maybe put them in positions that, uh, they want to try to play, but maybe they're, might not really be ready for, but, but, you know, it gives them an opportunity to play in these positions in, you know, not just a, a garbage time as they would call it. I mean, it, it's the game is still going on. Often it's been happening lately in like the second inning, you know, if we're the visiting team and it's the bottom of the second and we're up by a mathematical advantage, I'm just like, all right, just, just swap them up, let them play because, it allows them to get some experience and and it allows me to coach through game experience, you know, through happenings that have happened in experience. And I can point to, and I can say, Hey, do you remember when you missed this ball? Well, this is what happened. You know, this is why we do this, you know? So it's, it, it gives me more coachable moments. And uh, ultimately I think that's why our team has flourished so much this year is because I just don't, I expect everybody, the way I practice, we all practice the same stuff. And I have expectations that everybody on the team is able to execute these things because we practice it. We practice it a lot. Um, but, you know, another reason I think the coaches are starting to not like us is I've had parents from opposing teams come up and, and want to know if, you know, their kid can stay on our team or get on our team in the fall because the rules are different in the fall and you can keep as many players as you want in the fall. It's kind of the wild, wild west. But, um, and I've even had opposing coaches that have wanted to like get together and kind of join forces in the fall, the same kind of thing where they can, uh, because what happens is a lot of these travel teams, come into the the fall league and just so they can get some guaranteed games. Um, and they think that maybe we could compete against these travel teams and honestly don't give a crap about competing against travel teams, but I don't know. We'll, we'll figure that out later. Uh, but the tournament is fast approaching right now. We're second in the league. Like I said, uh, we don't play the first place team in this league again. We, it's like, I think the only team that we don't play twice. Um, before the tournament, that is. Um, but in this league, you know, the tournament is, it's really the only thing that matters. Um, and it's kind of what I've been preaching to the boys that we got to keep getting better and better and better and better because when it comes time to win or go home, you know, the tournament, uh, that's when things matter. So all in all right now, I feel pretty good about where we are. You know, we, uh, we beat a team very handily, uh, this last Monday and we have like a two week break, which, I mean, it makes me a little bit nervous, 
just to have that long off, but we're going to have a practice today. Today's Saturday. Um, and then we're going to have, uh, I'm actually going to be out of town next week for vacation. So, um, the assistant coaches are going to run a practice while we're gone. And then it's Memorial day weekend next weekend. And then we're going to try to do another practice the, that Tuesday after Memorial day, just to kind of knock some of the rust off, kind of refocus all the kids. Uh, even if it's just in the cage or something like that, because we, the way, again, the way we practice, we get a lot done no matter where we are. Um, and we take the time to actually teach the game of baseball, but, Really excited about it. Last regular league game is that Thursday after Memorial Day, and then the tournament supposedly starts a week the the next weekend, not not the weekend after Memorial Day, but the next week. I think it's the eleventh. Um, should be exciting stuff. Um, I've been preaching to the kids all year that they have to stay in the fight. And the way I'm going to approach the message now is not just stay in the fight. You got to finish the fight because that's really what this is all about going into the tournament. You know, we've improved, 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 improved. And don't get me wrong. If the season ended, you know, that game, our last regular season game, if that was our last game, I'd be pretty happy about how far we come. But I really want these boys to finish the job because they deserve it. They deserve the glory. They deserve the elation and the great feelings and relationship and memories that they're going to have from winning something. So I really want them to be able to win it, but they're the ones that have to do it. I can't do it for them. They have to stay in the fight and they have to finish the fight. So that's going to be my message to them moving forward. All right. Well, moving on here, we're going to move into something here that uh, we've never actually done before. Um, we're going to talk about some some stuff that's going on in the world. I mean, uh, there's never any shortage of crap that's going on in the world that we can talk about. But uh, let's see. First, uh Let's see. First, we're going to talk about what we're going to talk about. I think this is all we're going to talk about today. I mean, you saw it in the in the title. What in the hell is monkeypox? You know, I mean, we just got through COVID. Now, all of a sudden, we're hearing about this thing called monkeypox. And I don't know what the hell it is. I mean, uh, so I'm kind of finding out a lot of this stuff here while we're filming this right now. Let's see. Uh, let's share this with you. All right. So this article is from BBC news. Um, see, it's, uh, it's saying that there's, um, so this is kind of what it looks like. What monkeypox looks like. Monkeypox cases confirmed in 12 countries. Um, more than 80 cases of monkeypox have been confirmed in at least 12 countries. World Health Organization has said another 50 suspected suspected cases are being investigated without naming any countries and warned that more cases are likely going to be reported. Infections have been confirmed in nine European countries as well as the U.S., Canada, and Australia. Monkeypox is most common in remote parts of Central and West Africa. 
It is a, a rare viral infection, which usually or is usually mild and from which most people recover from in a few weeks. Uh, it says that it doesn't spread easily. Um, so yeah, here's some of the, the countries that it's so far public health agencies have, in Europe have confirmed cases in the UK, Spain, Portugal, Germany, Belgium, France, Netherlands, Italy, Sweden, and they said the US and Canada as well. So it's, um, it's a little concerning. That is for sure. I mean, I'm not, again, what is, what is monkeypox? Let's see what a, see if I've got something. I think I have something from the CDC here that we can show you kind of what monkeypox is all about. Uh, apparently it's uh, not a new disease. Uh, it was first discovered in 1958 when two outbreaks of pox-like disease occurred in colonies of monkeys kept for research, hence the name monkeypox. Um, sounds like it's a West African thing. Uh, I'll have to read here. I think, let me, let's see. Let's find something here. Uh, I mean, here's some more, here's some more, uh, kind of shock, shocking things. You know, the, the media likes to you know, embellish things. I am. I really hope that, that this isn't a, a big, you know, a big thing. Uh, but you never know. We have to be prepared for it, right? Oh, hey, there's some, uh, what is that? Yeah, that's my, is that My Patriot Supply? Yeah, My Patriot Supply. We'll be talking about something like that here in a second because that, I think that's really kind of something that we need to be prepared for here. Uh, WHO calls emergency meeting as monkeypox cases top 100 in Europe. Again, cause is still unclear. Uh, I can't remember if it's in this article or not, but I was reading an article before the show came on here. It said that uh, the first few cases they believe were transmitted from uh, guys who like to wrestle with other guys, shall we say. Um, uh, let's see, it would not be responsible for deciding whether the outbreak should be declared a public health emergency or international concern. WHO's highest form of alert, which is currently applied to the COVID-19 pandemic. There appears to be, this is a quote from someone here, a uh, U.S. administration official whatever that means, there appears to be a low risk to the general public at this time. Um, it's, I mean, this is, this is all kind of crazy stuff. Uh, I know that the United States government has uh, bought a bunch of the smallpox vaccine. Um, uh, I think it was 13 million doses that apparently it is, it may have even been in this article. Um, the, what did I just do? What happened? Sorry. Um, I think it's 80. There you go. There's no specific vaccine for the monkeypox, but data shows that vaccines used to eradicate smallpox are up to 85% effective against monkeypox, according to the WHO. So, I mean, it is 
apparently they've seen this coming from a little ways off. Um, and they've gone ahead and tried to make measures to be able to counteract it. Um, anyways, this is the article that I saw that, uh, I mean, you can, you can read it here. It's guys who like guys who were wrestling with guys, should it sadly say, uh, were the first outbreak recipients there, but kind of crazy. You know, I, I had read something, I think it was, um, I think it was on Tim, uh, from Timcast at Timcast.com. If you uh, want to look them up, I think they had some information that, uh, that they had dug up that said that, you know, there's two strains of this maybe that's out there. There there's a, uh, a West African version that is like, has like a less than 1% mortality rate. And, uh, then there's another strain, uh, and I could be getting this completely wrong. So please fact check me, but, uh, that it could be up to 10%, uh, mortality rate which would be catastrophic um again i'm not really sure that's worth getting everyone stirred up but uh with the u.s government buying a bunch of these smallpox um uh vaccines uh it it really it makes your eyes you know eyebrows raise for sure uh I'm not really, it's really going to be important that everybody is prepared for something because it would not surprise me one bit if we go into another lockdown situation like we did with COVID because I would really, I really hope that I'm, that, that, that it's an incorrect statement to say that, you know, if we blew our wad, so to speak on, uh, COVID as far as being able to lock people down. Uh, not that we didn't need to, but I think that we can all agree that we may have operated under abundance, an abundance of caution. Was it right or was it wrong? Hard to really say. I mean, I think a lot of people did what they thought was right at the time, but now we're faced with potentially, I mean, I'm hoping it's not anything to get anybody stirred up about, but, you know, a legitimate reason, I mean, if it's, if it's a virus that has 10% mortality, I mean, good grief, that's bad. That's way worse than than COVID. That's like 10 times worse than COVID. So, I mean, now you're in a situation where you might have to lock some people down just for, you know, public safety. And I'm just not really sure that our country can handle another, you know, lockdown situation. Um, Mm, it's hard to say, but, uh, those are the articles that are out there right now. I encourage you to go ahead and look those up, you know, make your own opinions about that. I think that, uh, we are still really, really early in all this. I mean, it could be a blip on the radar, you know, a week from now, we might not even be thinking about it. You know, it may be completely gone. It could just be one of those things that happens. Uh, which is unfortunate, but I think that it's worth asking the question, are you prepared? You know, uh, do you have a way to grow your own food? Maybe, you know, we're in summer right now. You can grow a lot of stuff for your family. You know, we have gas shortages right now and they're talking about, you know, gasoline being up to potentially $6 a gallon by August. Uh, it's, it's kind of scary 
right now, some of the things that are going on all at the same time. You know, do you have any kind of emergency food rations? It doesn't have to be the freeze-dried stuff from my Patriot Supply. Uh, it, it can just literally be rice and beans. I mean, uh, there, there are ways to do that. Do you can food? Are you canning food right now? Uh, do you keep canned foods around? I mean, there, there's a lot of different ways that you can prepare yourself for a short-term lockdown or uh, even uh, a potential for a really a crisis event to happen to where we are locked down and we have a food shortage and we have a gas shortage. You know, like I said, do you have gas in your car? Do you have, is your gas can in your garage full? Do you even have a gas can out there? Do you have some water stacked up in the garage? Some cases of water. I, I think that's probably a good idea. A generator. You have a way to make electricity for your home to keep your food cool. If you had to, um, in a situation where the power goes out or something like that. I mean, I know I'm guilty. I don't have a generator. I really wouldn't. I think I need a generator. Uh, I mean, don't get me wrong. It's really expensive, but I think it's one of those things that you don't need it until you really, really need it. And, you know, you hate to say it, but you know, do you have firearms and ammunition? You know, are you able to defend your, your, yourself, your home, and your property? And are you able to potentially go out and, you know, hunt for food if you need to? I think these are all, you know, really, these are these are really legitimate questions uh, that need to be answered by everybody. Do you have a bug out bag and things like that? First aid kits. I mean, I think this is a full future show here that we need to run down um, at some point. And maybe I'll find us a guest that we can sit down and talk and have a conversation. Maybe that, that that's a little bit more of an expert on that kind of stuff than me, because don't just listen to old dad on the internet. But uh, I think it's very, very important. And I think if we're going to overlook these kinds of things, I think it is a uh, complete folly, but uh, anyways, a lot of crazy stuff going out there, guys look into the, the monkey pox thing. I don't know if it's really anything to get worked up about right now. I'm not so convinced but uh, it's definitely something to keep on your radar. I do think we need to be more prepared for things. We're going to do a future show on being prepared, uh, maybe and have a special guest for that. But anyways, that's all I got for today. Dad, out. <laughs>